Alright everyone and welcome to this edition of Sunday Talk. I am your host Alexander Mars and welcome to my podcast. Today's date is February the 20th of 2022. Woohoo! The year is flying by already, isn't it everybody? Alright, if you're new to my podcast, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome! Everybody's welcome here. So... Um, I talk about issues relating, uh, about my, I'm disabled and I talk about issues. I have, uh, RA, I have rheumatoid arthritis, which I call RA, I'm dyslexic, uh, I have ADD, I have asthma, and what I, right, right, sorry, I can't speak. Right now, what I'm really battling is... And trying to get diagnosed is anemia. I officially have iron. I have iron efficiency. I have iron efficiency anemia unspecified, which basically means they don't know the cause of it. They know I have it, but they don't know the cause of it yet. And I am going through a whole bunch of stuff to getting that diagnosed. I'm hoping by April I will have a more outline detail exactly what's going on I'm hoping and yes the reason why it's taking this long is has to do with COVID so and because hospitals across the nation do not have the medical staff that they used to when you talk about they don't have beds which basically means they don't have the staff to look after that bed for that patient and so Things just get pushed back on the schedule, so. Only a couple more weeks. Just taking it one day at a time. I'm hoping I don't start my cycle again. Um, I don't know. I almost didn't start by my last one, so. But hopefully, that's going to get all straightened out in a few weeks. I'm actually hoping I don't have any, I don't, if the pattern holds like it's been doing um, on my irregular periods, I'm hoping that I don't have a period until April. But, don't know. So, anyway. Um, so that's basically it. Um, so yeah, I talk about this, but, and sometimes I also talk about um, other things too that I think everybody can relate as well. And this is one of the topics that I will be talking about today. Now, you have to forgive me. I do have have issues. You just probably experienced rabbit trails. Um, the lack of iron is affecting uh, my EBV, so it's making some of my symptoms a lot worse. And it's not normally that bad. So, bear with me. I If I hear myself doing a rabbit trail, I'm just going to just go back the main thing but um so but today i did an outline of notes so i have something hopefully hopefully will keep that from happening anyway so today what i want to talk about is have you ever been on social media i had this experience when someone writes a post a person that you highly don't know whether in real life or just never met actually met you just met this online this person online for whatever reason you know and somebody goes I'm a nobody or I feel like a nobody because of their situation how do you respond to that especially I mean it's easier if you know the person and you know their background because I've had a couple of my friends that I know that I actually know and go okay this is not like them and I've got in touch and go hey what's going on with you are you okay (laughs) um because it was just off it was not like them but what happens when it's somebody that you don't know very well or you don't hardly know at all and going what do you do do you reach out do you not say anything what do you not do um, so I've been wondering this. So one of my notes is like, how, how do you respond after seeing a post that says, I'm a nobody? 
that's you know is you know is it you know is it a cry for help is it someone seeking attention perhaps a mixture of both i mean you know what what do you do or what what should i do in a, a situation like that it's one of those things it's like it's a mental health issue you know is it is it somebody just seeking attention because they're not getting attention from whatever in their lives is it someone that is seriously depressed that needs professional help and someone should intervene is it you know it's like what do you do you know do you just scroll by and just let it let itself sort out that's what i actually did but you know like what do you do it's <clears throat> it's a really a hard place i mean what do you do i mean you don't want to go offer someone advice that's seriously depressed or someone that's a teaching singer and you get pulled into a facebook where i've done that um you know what i mean it's that's kind of a hard with social media it's like what do you do i mean it's not like you, it's a personal friend or a friend that you know really well and that you can go hey what's up i've seen this post are you okay that you can do offline privately and go what's up you know <clears throat> someone that you don't really know and you don't know what you're being pulled into because i've been pulled into these things too like well you don't care or i'm a nobody you went blah 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 and i'm just like and you get all this you're sucked into all this emotion and drama very quickly and very easily and it's just like what you know what do you do what is the what's what can you do or what what should not do so anyway <clears throat> and that actually inspired if you've seen my valentine's post about self-love and i think that's one of the things that's important is is self-love that you gotta take some time and do something that you care about yourself and because sometimes there's not going to be your significant other or family or friends that can be there in the time that you need to self-love yourself and sometimes that you have to do on your own anyway and i think that's what comes in and just do something fun or do something different um so that was that was expired that's that actually that incident inspired me to say that because i think that sometimes we get caught up in all these moments and we think and it's just like oh my word it just gets crazy um i think as humans we go through times not feeling important for whatever reason especially if you're like me and you're disabled and you're home a lot and everybody else around you is working or having a life or you think they're having a life and you're just stuck trying to get through a day without falling over cracking your head open <laughs> um sometimes you know those thoughts do come do come to me and like you know sometimes it's just it, it do occur that i just because of what i see the perception that the that TV and social media and books and all that the, comes and tells me that because I'm not doing I'm not having a life like everybody else that my importance doesn't matter which is not true my importance varies very much people need to hear what I have to say and this is one reason why I do a podcast this is I think just this is just a lie that our brains whatever um i i think it's just a lie that just comes from a very dark evil place to get you off of the of the main and get you thinking somewhere else or me thinking somewhere else like that um and i think that's really easy if if somebody like is disabled or someone that has chosen in a marriage or whatever stay home and and not work outside of the home 
I think if you're doing the same old thing every single day and you're not seeing any rep, if you're not seeing, if you're not seeing something like on social media or TV shows that talk about people staying home and doing the exact same thing or being, or being a stay home mother or being disabled or dealing with the issues that come across from that and sometimes the isolation and the loneliness that happens if you're not seeing a representation of yourself, especially in movies, TVs, or music, it it can start playing with your mind. I mean, I've been there, and it's just, it's not a good feeling when you start going down that rabbit trail. And when I catch myself thinking sometimes like that, I just need to stop and go, eh. And then I go find something that I like to do. Um, so, yeah, you know, especially, you know, it's, it comes back you know, again, looking at the four walls, you know, what do you do when you look at the four walls every day and nothing doesn't change it's day in, day out, you know, and that does get on people's nerves. You know, for me, what happens to me, especially in winter, I don't know why it happens in winter, but it does. But it's like, if we get like a, like a lot of cold and a lot of snow, and where it's difficult for me just to get outside for a few minutes. After a while, it gets on my nerves. I, 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 I can't, I have to get out. And so sometimes like I will tell my family, like there's a, a good day of weather coming during the period. I go, that's the day I want to go out and get some breakfast or something. I want to get out of the house. I want to go do something. I don't care what it is. Um, or sometimes if it's like that and I have to go to a doctor's appointment, I look forward to going to the doctor's because I'm getting out of the house and I'm socializing with people <laughs> for a few months a day. Um, and just to have that interaction with another human being, it's like, yay, I get to talk to a human. <laughs> um, other than people I actually live with or people that that's not normally in my social worker friends, but somebody new, somebody, something different. Um, you know, and I, I think that's part of it too. I don't think that gets talked about enough that sometimes just doing the same thing, looking at the same walls, um, can get on people's nerve. And then, you know, and then you, then you're looking on social media and you're seeing all these wonderful Memories people are sharing with their spouses or their vacations or their past pictures they took of their children growing up. Um, you, you know, you've been there. Um, or you see somebody that you were once close with and they're like talking about their best friends or their good friends and celebrating their birthdays and you're just like, yeah. You know, it, it can get with you after a while. It really can and I'm not you know and I just you know when I see something like that I just wish him like good luck and I just move all along you know I'm like I just move along and go all right um whatever so I mean it's just so these feelings are real and I think we need to I think we need to talk about it. I think a lot of people, especially having dealing with COVID for the last two years, living in the pandemic has probably felt this like people's like, Oh yeah, probably like, Oh, we get a break for a few months or a few weeks. And now it's turning into, and it's like people are, I think people are wanting back to go to normal, like meeting friends and going to parties and doing things again. And I think that's just completely normal because we are social creatures. We want to be part of the social network around us. And when you have something preventing you from doing that, it can be very lonely and very isolating. And especially if you're not used to it, or especially if you don't have the right tools to handle those feelings, once those feelings creep in and come back, or not to come back, but enter, yeah, they do come back sometimes. But, so, I, I, you know, I, I get this where this, when I saw this post, what this person may be going through, but I just, I, 
I was kind of leaning more this person was looking for attention than anything else. So I could be wrong, but I went back a couple of times and found out that <clears throat> people that she was close close to. Well, well, yeah. This person I didn't say. Well, this person that she was close to friends were friends were post were reaching out to her. So I was like, okay, good. And I read what she had to say, and I was like, I'm ready. And I didn't feel like I needed to intervene. Um, so it's just, um, really crazy. Um, it's just, you know, sometimes this world can get just really crazy. So anyway. So, you know, after doing this, and so how do you, so how do you fight this feeling? If you have this feeling of, you, you don't feel like you're important or, or nobody cares or whatever. Um, I think you have to understand if you're going to be, if you're going to be, if you're going to be stuck well, I didn't say so. If you're going to be home a lot because of whatever, like an illness, or if you're dealing with a chronic illness like me, or a disability, or something that, that puts you where you can't get out a lot, you are going to have these feelings ever so often, and you need to learn how to handle them. Because they will come back when you least expect it. That's happened to me a couple of times, and it's just like, oh my goodness. And sometimes you, especially if you have that feeling, you need to ask yourself, well, why are you feeling this way? What caused you need to, you know, examine it? Are you seeing too many things on Facebook or Twitter or whatever other apps there are like TikTok? Or, or you've been around a friend that's just telling you all the crazy stuff that's going on in their life, you know? You know, so <clears throat> it's one of those things, you know, you have to ask yourself. So one of my tips is first, don't believe everything you see on social media, all the posts, because, oh yeah, people, let me tell you, let's talk about Facebook and Twitter and all that. People only put up happy moments. They don't put how their lives are really are. They don't put the chaotic moments when they're ready to pull out their hair. Okay. They put when the kids are happy and smiling. You don't, you don't know the story behind that picture or that photograph, or how long it took that parent to take that picture of that cute little kid. Or maybe they cropped up a lot of different things that you don't see in the background. <clears throat> There's amazing stuff you can do in Photoshop. <laughs> um, just to keep up appearances to make to to make their life seem better than it actually is. Now, most people don't. I think people just share a picture and would probably honestly tell you, go, yeah, there's a story behind that photo. <laughs> or, you know, or that, or, or the amazing couple that had went on vacation with their adult children, you know. There's struggles that we don't see behind those photographs or how they got there or how long it took to plan that vacation or what they had to do to go on vacation or how they had to do to get the kid to take a picture or the work that went in for their child to make a costume. You know, this and that. Or someone's dating a new guy, I mean, or dating a new person. You don't know how long that relationship's going to last. You don't know. I mean, people post stuff that's happy. They don't post things that are chaotic. And if, if people are posting things chaotic, that means uh, they don't know how to handle <laughs> things very well. It's kind of like everybody posts something good unless you're, you know, unless someone's really out there and posting something, letting everything fly. It's just, you know, they're, they want drama. And so you, you learn to stay away from those people. So I think you have to realize that not everything is as perfect as it may seem on Facebook because people do have messy homes. 
their kids do misbehave. Or they have a burnt dinner in the oven because they were taking a picture of their cute kid. <laughs> like I said, there's stuff that we don't see behind the smiling faces. We just see one moment in time when everything came together and somebody took a picture and decided to share it with the rest of the world. You know, that's what I look at. You know, you don't see the blood, sweat, and tears behind it. Or the person that has taken pictures of their house because it's perfect, picture perfect. And they went in that way. Well, we don't know how long it took them to get that. It could have took them three weeks to get that house. And probably after the pictures are done, it was probably going to take less than that for it to get back in the shape it was. You don't know. You never know. I mean, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors until you're behind closed doors with that person. And I think sometimes looking at something all the time and going, gee, I want that life is not a good thinking process. It's like, it's just a happy memory that somebody wanted to share on Facebook. And it should be looked at that way. And go, oh, that's cute. Continue. You know. So, you know, that's, that's another thing. I think the biggest thing I would, you know, if you're someone that is, this would be my advice. If you're someone like me, that's just, you're disabled and you no longer can work or you just can't get out of the house as much as you used to. And it's really affected your relationships and it's just changed your life from what it was. It's done like a 180. That can be hard. That can be very difficult. And if you're really struggling with that, I would really recommend getting some professional help. Get a counselor, get some therapy, and get some of those coping skills where you can cope with it. And learn how to manage your emotions, your thoughts, and just learn to deal with it better. And there's nothing wrong with seeking out professional help. Nothing whatsoever. Um, because that is a traumatic loss. That is a devastating loss. And I don't think people, people who are able-bodied or people who are trying to offer support to people who are disabled don't really understand how much that is a loss and how much identity was into that lifestyle because it was you went to work you did this you were independent you, you did what you wanted to do and now you have a body that's telling you uh-uh we ain't doing this no more and it can bring you back like who am i moments and i think this is why people who who are able-bodied and when they become adults who get a disability later in life have trouble adjusting to being disabled it's not because they don't want to be. It's just because their idea and who they were was in that lifestyle that they had. They were able to walk. They were able to move. Whatever. They were able to do things for themselves. Didn't have to give a second thought. Didn't have all these doctor's appointments or physical therapy. Or figuring out how to wash your clothes. <laughs> um, or getting the support. The, the things that are the common accommodations that they need to order to survive to work or whatever <clears throat> and that can just that in itself it can be very very discouraging and stuff and then seeing everybody going on with their lives is really hard so I think that's what I wanted to point out it's just like there's nothing wrong getting professional help so Anyway, so that was my side note, my little rabbit trail. So, anyway, so my second thing is have hobbies that you like to do. Surround yourself with things that you like to do. And I'm not talking about TV. You know, you're, you know what you can afford and what you can't. But... Find something that you like to do that you can afford to do. If it's reading books, you can go to the library and get books. You know, you can, there's ways of getting books. There's ebooks. books um, Find stuff that you like to do. 
Um, and if it costs a little money, set it up. Have stuff that you like to do that just just takes your mind off of everything. Um, find that thing that just helps you to relax. That's like your go-to coping mechanism when things just like turn off. You can listen to music. Um, there's different things you can do. Um, you know, that's one of the things I think people don't understand that you need hobbies. You need something that you can afford to do in your price range and have that as something to do instead of always running to the TV or to Facebook or to any type of screen device. I mean, that <clears throat> leads you to social media. I think people just need to to have something else to do with their hands. That could be playing with a Rubik's Cube. That could be uh, playing cards. There's different things that a person can do that's out there. I don't know what. There's different other than watching TV. You know, I, I would say books is one thing. There's audiobooks. I mean, there's all different kinds of stuff. There's podcasts. Um, you could also, you know, make sure you have your routine. This is another thing where routines come in good too. Because if you have your routine, what you what you want to do, clean your house, do this, do that. I think that also helps too. And knowing what you need to get done. Um, another thing to do is is a journal. I don't like journaling because I I do writing myself, but uh, journaling is another is another good thing. Um, You can also uh, join a support group online and get help and get suggestions there as well. But it's just different. The things out there that I can't think of the top of my head. But this is where, you know, if you're going to be home a lot, you need to have things that you can do at home when you can't get out or you can't socialize or you can't meet somebody. That keeps your mind occupied besides watching TV. So, yes. My next thing is limit your screen time and how much TV you watch. Um, yeah, like for me, it's like sometimes watching too much TV gives me the wrong perspective about life. And it can affect my thinking and move. And, and I've seen this in other people. It's like everything works out. I mean, there's really some really wholesome good stuff you can watch. But even after a while, that stuff can affect like, well, <clears throat> how I can start your thinking. I mean, not everything is solved in less than an hour <laughs> or 30 minutes, depending on what you're watching. <clears throat> but it's like, I'm not saying TV is all bad. Like, I get it. Like me personally, for because I have... Uh, ADD, I don't watch any TV until after 5 o'clock. Because I don't want to get distracted from my TV. And also, too, watching too much TV puts me in a funk. I don't know what it is. <clears throat> I've always been that way. I, I can't stand the TV on all the time. Mm -mm, I, I can't stand it. And I've noticed people who watch too much TV, how they get acting and thinking. And it's just like... <laughs> If that's the first thing that you need to go to when you wake up in the morning is turn on the TV, you, you got a problem. <laughs> you're you're addicted to TV. Turn it off. <clears throat> I mean, and another thing too, <clears throat> if you're sitting there watching uh, movies and TV all day, you're going to eat, you're going to snack, and you're going to gain weight. And, <laughs> you know, and this is just <clears throat> another thing that it just starts, it just piles up. I mean, don't get me wrong, TV has its place. And I think TV is good for the evenings. I like when, I, something about 5 o'clock, this is just for me. <laughs> something after 5 o'clock, my body just starts slowing down a little bit. My body gets tired, especially when I've been doing. My body is like, ready to rest. And I'm like, already. And, and I know this. And so I'll just, 
when you know I just start relaxing and then when I'm ready to finish up if I don't feel like reading or anything I'll just watch TV I'll find something to watch um, I do have my shows I've been watching Amazing Race this year I also like to watch Blue Bloods like I got my shows that I like to watch and I like to keep up with them um, I've also <clears throat> I also been like watching Superman and Lois I like that particular show is there any other new ones that are on <sighs> I've also been watching a thousand pounds friends I've not figured out if I like that one or yet or not I I've interesting but not sure but I do like I said I do have the ones that I like to watch and I do like some of the older TV shows it's like last night I was watching Hunter. I, I do have stuff that I like to watch, but <clears throat> I also limit myself how much stuff I watch. Um, the only the only time I lift that restriction if I'm not feeling well, and I've been finding times when I'm in sick or not feeling well, I still don't watch TV until <laughs> after five. I'm just like, yeah. <clears throat> but. But I know how my brain works, and I know how how too much TV starts making me feel, and I'm just like, I just feel like I can't break away if I watch too many of that connection. Um, I it's not it's not good for me to be in an environment where the TV's on all the time. It just drives me up the wall. It's just like nope. Um. I've just seen what it does to people and it's just it's like people all they want to do is it's like the only thing they want to do is watch TV and if you get that bad where all you want to watch TV you don't want to do nothing don't want to do anything else you don't want to clean you don't want to do anything you just want to watch TV and even if there's like you're going flipping through the channels and you're not finding you don't know how to turn it off and I've seen this and I used to be one of them too and I was just like nope So, it's just crazy. And I think TV, and I also think too, being on Facebook and Twitter and some of these other social media apps, it's just too much. I think people need to limit themselves to that. I mean, I do. <laughs> I, I find myself watching videos on that sometimes. And I'm like, like, why am I watching this? And then you learn some stuff. And then there's some stuff that's like, why am I watching that? <laughs> um, you know, so I'm trying, and now I'm trying to limit myself of, I, I actually need to go back and put on my timer. I used to have a timer that I used to set, and once I went over that, I was done for Facebook. <laughs> um, so I think I'm going to go back to that again, because I'm just, I'm on Facebook way too much, and I like to admit to times, but... But I think that's all that we struggle. I think we see too many con these images of happy, perfect lives, and we expect our life to be happy and perfect, and it's not. We have all these problems. We have health issues, or we have something that's keeping us home is health issues, or job, or whatever, or circumstances that is keeping us at home, and and we're not seeing that representative in books or TVs or movies, especially on TV. And we're seeing all these happy people or people who have problems, they all get solved and they live. And at the end of the episode, they all have a happy and go, yay. But, <clears throat> you know, and I, and that plays with the psyche. It just does. I don't know how to describe it unless you've been there. It plays, you know. And I notice people who get things done and or who achieve their goals they're not watching that much TV they're turning it off they may have their shows and they may wait to catch up when they get their project done but people who are doing things and accomplishing things are not sitting there being on social media or watching TV they're getting stuff done and I think that's something that I can put in my life too and it's just putting limitations on things and just putting my boundaries in place and going no I don't want to do that and it's not it's not fear as some people have tried to point out it's boundaries boundaries are not fear boundaries is protecting yourself to make sure you stay on your gold and not make 
outside influences coming in and distracting me. That's basically what it is. <clears throat> and I'm just like, I, I know myself and I know what happens and it's just like, I say no to something. It's just not I'm not saying it's it's a bad thing. It's, I'm saying it's a bad thing for me, not for you, you know. Um, I'm just like, you know, there's there's reasons why I just don't do certain things because I have boundaries and I have I have my goals and I want to be focused and I want to stay on top of those. And me having ADHD, or I should say ADD, is I'm limiting those distractions so I can stay on target. And that's what works for me. And that's what works for a lot of people who have ADHD or slash ADD. So, <clears throat> so yeah, that's one of the things, you know, that I think that really... I, I think <laughs> it's like um, if you ever read Doom or seen the movie Doom, uh, the new one or the 1984, it's like mind killer is the fear. I want to say TV is the killer of the mind. <laughs> it's something similar to that, but I, I do. I think TV, it can really kill the mind. I don't know how to describe it, but it's just, or, or I don't want to say the mind, but the soul, maybe the spirit. Um, because you need to give something the mind to do. And especially if you have, like me, ADD or, ADH, or ADHD, you need to give your mind something to do or your mind's going to take you some really crazy places. Um, <clears throat> another thing I think, another thing I'm trying to bring back, because I I've did have routines before, before my anemia messed everything up, but... Um, have a routine for yourself and f and for your home is if your home is if your home is well maintained, do something fun after your chores are done. This is coming back of having hobbies or having something you like to do on a regular basis that gives you joy or gives you something for your mind to gnaw on, basically. And basically, having a routine is like getting up in the morning at a certain time. Um, getting dressed, getting getting some food, eating your breakfast, getting your chores done, whatever they are, doing housework or I should say not chores, but getting everything done and then that way when you're done and you can go and do something else. Not go sit down in your chair and watch TV or 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 scroll through social media. But actually do something that takes your mind away from these devices and do something fun. Um you know, it could be painting, or it could be drawing, or it could be journaling, or it could be whatever you want, or it could be reading a book. But do something fun, you know, do something fun. And also, too, another thing that helps me since I've been going back, exercising. Exercising helps, too. I don't know what it does, but once you get that mind and that body going, it, it helps to put your emotions, get some of those... Uh, emotions you don't like, like frustration or sometimes anger out because you're releasing your emotions and then you can you can clearly think more, you can clearly think better. I mean, you can, I'm losing my words. It helps your mind to think clearer. It clears things up and you can actually see what's really bothering you and why. Or just like going, or you figure out and going, well, that was kind of like dumb need something to bother you but you know you're, you're releasing your emotions out and you're getting that energy out and where you can focus on something else that is better for you and more healthy and more healthy for you and your mental health so exercising goes a long way that should be part of a routine as well um, another thing too if you're stuck at home a lot um, I know right now where I live is winter, it's hard for me to get out, but like in the spring, you know, like spring, summer, and uh, fall, you know, can always go outside and take a walk for five or 15 minutes. 
Just get out of the house. Just walk. I think people forget that sometimes. It's okay to go outside and walk around. Or or plant flowers in the in the in the spring and to get outside and get your hands in the dirt. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Or pool weeds. Um people just forget to go outside and just just enjoy nature. And feel the sun on your face. Or sometimes go outside and just look at the stars at the moon and just realize that you're not alone. Um, so yeah, you know, that was, you know, that's the thing I would say, you know, have a routine that you, 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 you get up in the morning, you do certain things and you go to bed at a certain time. You, you know what you need to do. Um, also make out a list of stuff that you want to accomplish that week to get, to get your mind, you know, whatever it is. That helps. Also too, I didn't write this on, I didn't write it as a bulletin point. But also, this is where faith comes in. Because <clears throat> faith has helped me to deal with some of, the, some of the moments when I don't feel connected to others. That my faith in Christ helps me to realize that my life has a bigger purpose than I can see. Even though I can't see it. Um then I am important, that I'm here for a reason. I know that, I don't know what that reason is, but I'm here for a reason. And I feel like what I'm doing that I need to keep doing. And a lot of that comes from my faith. And it's just a reminder that I am not alone. And that's been a great comfort and has brought me some peace through the years and still does. And I think another thing too, what's missing, especially, I don't know about the rest, rest of the world, but I know here in the States, I think people are climbing for something that they can't have, but they want in other people, but they can't find it. And I think that's faith. I think that's having a faith a relationship with God. And I think that's what's missing in a lot of people's lives. I don't care whether you're disabled or not. I, I that's what I really think and and I think that's where a lot of us is coming I think a lot, a lot of the symptoms a lot of the problems that we have in society is that um, is, is faith is a spiritual life of some of some kind but that's why not so yeah one of my other one of my other things too is find something to look forward to like a movie or a novel and one of the things that I do especially on the weekends because something about the weekends is just a little different I can tell that the weekends are different I look sometimes if if I've been feeling kind of blah on the weekends I try to find something to look forward to like a movie that I want to see or read a novel that I've been reading or do something actually fun or sometimes for me is writing a music or just working on a manuscript to me that's fun but something that just I just gear up and find something else that I want to look forward to to help just sometimes we as people we need something to look forward to it can it doesn't have to be expensive it doesn't have to be a movie but something that we we want to do on a special day and go yeah that's the day I'm going to do whatever this is. And I don't think enough people do that. That's one of the tricks that I've learned. And it really does help. Also, too, if you're really feeling lonely, you know, or you just need to connect, call a friend. You know, I mean, though we, 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 though we criticize technology, but technology has brought some stuff that didn't happen a few years ago, like... I can call somebody through Messenger and I can see them besides hearing them. I have a choice. I can see a person and see their body language. I mean, it's not, I prefer sometimes they were here, but, you know, it's really nice to, to look at and be, and talking to somebody 
and not always messaging, you know, I, I actually prefer talking to somebody and actually always message somebody, but it doesn't always happen. But, you know, call a friend. We need to hear a human voice. And sometimes we need to see a human face. And I think that sometimes it's all it is to get out of, to get all of that funk. So have just some people that you can just call and talk to and talk about anything. Um, you know, and don't, I, I, that's, I think people are afraid anymore. They want to hide behind screens instead of, and just reach out to only a few people that they're in their inner circle anymore. And that's wrong. I think we need to get away from that. I think we need to get back and just start hanging out with people that we don't know sometimes because you may find them a lot interesting. You know, it's just, and with social media and stuff like that, our social, the way we meet people has changed. And just, the way stuff has gotten anymore, it's just really hard to meet people. But I think if you have those friends that you can call and just talk about anything and just, hey, are you free for a few minutes? Like, yeah. And make time for somebody that does a lot too for someone that has who's going through something because you may never know that they may just feel lonely or they feel isolated or they're in a funk or they just need something different at that point and talking to somebody is feeling different so it's one of those things so yeah I mean just I mean we we, we need social contact and I think this is what people that our able body sometimes forget people with disabilities or person that's disabled and doesn't get out much. It's like, yeah, we still need a human contact. We still need something. And are always afraid. And it's like, don't be afraid. Just sometimes ask. You know. Or talk to us. Or whatever. You might be surprised what we know. Or something. I always find it, uh, and to me, an honor sometimes. Most an honor is when someone that is able-bodied and is looking for me for advice sometimes are just like, "I need someone to talk to," and it's like, "Okay." And I'll just listen and go, and "What do you want to do?" You know, and I'll listen, and I'm like, and I'll give them my thoughts, and sometimes they don't like it, and sometimes like, yeah. Um, I remember one time I was talking to a person a long time ago and just, they were having this problem and I just, I just, I it was a person looking in, I wasn't a person like looking at the outside, but I was like looking in and I was like, well, you, you need to figure it out. You could be doing something wrong or he is, or it's just a combination. It was, it was a problem this person was having with a significant other and. And the insight I, that I gave her, she was, like, pretty impressed. But, um, it was one of those things I think she talked about, but that, that friendship never went anywhere. I wish it did, but it didn't, which was fine. Um, you know, but it was... I, I think she, I think that person walked away with something that was like just because I don't have your life doesn't mean I can't relate to it or I don't understand or this and that um, this and that you know so I you know this is what I'm saying sometimes we just need to talk to people and and hear and here, so here's some some else's take on the situation, or just sometimes just chit to chat about nothing, and just have a conversation about things. Um, I've enjoyed those conversations with strangers, and like and it's like I walked away and like had a conversation about just about nothing, and good. I'm like didn't know how bad I needed that kind of conversation, that stimulation of having a conversation with somebody and talking about different topics, and being heard. And hearing that person and being understood, it's just like, oh my gosh, that was exhilarating. And I think we need more of that, too, in our culture as well. Um, 
So, like I said, these are things that you could do. And, like, talking to somebody and not being afraid to meet new people either isn't a good thing. That would help. Um, you know, I would say limit your screen time. Definitely. Especially TV. TV is the mind killer. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in the mean TV is the mind killer. Oh. Um first don't believe everything you see on social media. Just take it as what it is. It's just a moment in time of happiness. And just like, oh that's cute and scroll on. You know. <clears throat> Remember people's got problems. People are not gonna I mean people who who don't want drama free? Who don't want uh, who want drama free lives are not going to post everything what's going wrong in their life. <clears throat> and people who are posting stuff that has drama, they want drama. <clears throat> <coughs> They're after the drama, folks. Um, have hobbies. Have multiple hobbies, not just one, but. Figure out what you like to do, what you can afford, and, and do it. Maybe you want to learn drawing. Maybe you like to read. Maybe you like to crochet. Maybe you like to sew. I don't know. But there's things out there that you can do. Or maybe you like me want a Rubik's Cube. And I got rid of mine a long time ago. Um, that too. You know, have a routine. Exercise. Uh, find something to look forward to, especially on the weekends or whatever day that you just need that little extra energy that you're like, I'm not looking forward to that. <coughs> um, you know, you can always call a friend, talk to them or make arrangements, have a, a friend conversation. Don't be afraid to meet new people. Um, this and that. But, you know, if you are feeling blue or you just feel like you just can't shake these feelings, these negative feelings that you have about your life, like I said earlier, do not be afraid to go seek professional help. Um, this is one of the reasons why I'm talking about this stuff, because I want people to know it's okay to go get professional help, talk to a therapist, um, get support, get into a support group, um, it can help it can it can help in ways that I can't explain um, like I said I recently about a year ago I joined uh, a support group for rheumatoid arthritis and I haven't always agreed with everything that's been said but I've also found a lot of information too that uh, I was like wow I didn't know or things that I, that I I wondered about I found out about or people talking about different different things how RA affects affects them that this is pretty well normal or fatigue it's different things like that so a support group can help you give you the support that you need or find out information or how to cope with different things and I like I said Go out there and find a support group. You know, someone that's other than outside of your friends or your family or your social network. <laughs> um, and don't, don't be afraid to get professional help to talk to a therapist or a counselor. Because you may need it and it can give you great coping skills as well. And that's something that nobody should not be ashamed of asking for help. You know, a, a few years a few years ago, we would not even be discussing mental health. I don't even think I'd be even doing this podcast. It'd be like this is something you gotta do. You gotta deal with it. You gotta learn to cope with it. Being home, well, lots lots of times when people's out doing other things. Um, this is how far we've we've changed in the last two years. We've talking. We've put an emphasis on mental health and how to cope with things. Life changes. And I think when you're stuck at home, whether it's from a disability or something else, it can be hard. You know, whether you're a single mom, not a single mom, but a stay-at-home mom, and you're staying home to raise your child, that can be a, um, a very difficult change to deal with. 
is it's not always happy and rainbows and unicorns, you know. It can be difficult for some women. Or if you're a stay-at-home dad, that can be equally difficult. You know, whatever it is. Or maybe you find yourself that you're, you've become a caregiver to an older person that has whatever. That can be difficult. So, I mean, there's all different reasons why people are not out and about and doing what they used to do. And it's not always because of health. Like they become a care, uh, caregiver. Or they're, they're battling cancer. Or they're like me. They, they have a disability that just keeps them at home a lot more than the average person. There's all different... There's all different kind of ways. So... So don't be afraid if you are, I mean, if you're not even having these issues, but you're, you're struggling with something else and you think you need professional help and you do need professional help, go get it. It's okay. It's, it's 2022. It's okay now. It's okay to get professional help. You don't have to tell the whole world you're getting it either, but it's okay. It's not like a crime of like getting counseling or therapy or something. It's that stigma is 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 going away. I think to me it's gone, but it's okay. So that's what I want to talk about today, and that was my point. I made out a bulletin, try to reduce my rabbit trails. Do 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 rabbit trails. So I hopefully you like this and gave you some good ideas. Um. So yeah, so you're probably wondering how um, about what started this podcast. Um, like I said, when I saw this post, um, when I saw uh, the person's friends respond to this person, I just felt like I didn't need an, I didn't need to intervene. It was none of my business, frankly. <laughs> it's like mind your business. Um, if this person says this again, I probably will suggest that they seek some type of professional help. Um, I, I my my gut reaction is kind of like they were kind of looking for attention because it was on Valentine's Day and what they had to say. So I don't know. But it gave a good topic because I think we all do at some point feel like we're not important to why ever. Um, you know, why, why we feel important. Um, You know, this is one of the things that I think we just need to talk about a lot more and not be full ashamed of. Um, I think we all go through of not, we want to be validated and I think this is what the person wanted to be was validated. Um, and instead of, I don't know. I'm not going to get it. But we all have feelings of being wanting to feel validated. And I think that's just a part of human nature. And how we go about that can be destructive or it can be helpful. And it's just, I think it's up to the individual like me and like you. We need to learn how to, when we need those reassurement, reassurement uh, to be reassured, or wanting to be validated that we do matter there's a right way to do that I should say a right way to do that and a wrong way and the wrong way can be very destructive and it could cause other issues that we don't realize that we're causing and I also think sometimes I think sometimes people just need to vent even if they're feeling that way and could that person have been Probably. Women, we, we tend to vent our emotions <laughs> and just put them out there for the world to see and not 
and sometimes we don't expect or sometimes I don't expect the boomerang effect that comes around and goes boom um this and that so so yeah so that's what I think so anyway I am going to let it go from there I covered all my points and I hope this was helpful and get you thinking and I just just wanted to talk about that so anyway let me know what you think you can send you can go to my website Alexander Mars hit contact and fill out the form and send me an email and if you do feel like that please in your email put a subject and just say something in there that you heard my podcast and you just want to just send your thoughts about my latest podcast so there you go that way i know it's not spam <laughs> i checked my spam recently and i was just like oh my word um didn't realize that the african the nigeria scam from africa was still going around <laughs> that one is so old Okay, if you never heard of it, it's like someone from like a person like contacting you like they're an important official or they're like an attorney. They use a different term for it. And they contact you saying that their client has died and has left millions and millions of dollars in their bank account and they're looking for their heir. And you just happen to have their last name as their client. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't seen that for years. I'm like, that's still going around, is it? Uh, um, so yeah, and they want you to re they want you to reply to them. Mm -hmm. Don't go for it. Um, yeah. The new one I, I a new one I had was it was in Portuguese, and talking about they wouldn't invest in my business. So I was like, <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> already. Um, no, I don't have a business, but I was just like, <laughs> um, it was. It sounded pretty legit in some ways, but they didn't put my name, and it was just like whoever, whoever concerned, and they weren't like specific. Um, they were using some other words. But, I mean, yeah, if you weren't really thinking about what you were reading, it, it, it did sound pretty enticing. It just sounded a little, it was one of those things that sounded good, it, too good to be true kind of things. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> My next money goes, who are your clients and where are, they getting, where are you getting that money from? <laughs> that was my question. So, so yeah, if you, if you please do. Please put a comment and what uh, uh, pod episode that you're referring to, so I can, I know. So if you accidentally go to the spam, I know you're not spam. So yeah, um, if you feel cool enough to email and direct me, you can email to me uh, Alexander Mars, the writer at AOL.com. You can catch me on my uh, my blog at alexandermars.com you can also catch me on twitter at am storytelling you can also catch me on facebook alexander mars and so yeah i'm gonna leave it for there so i can go do some other things and i hope you guys have a wonderful week uh will there be a midweek podcast i don't know i've got some appointments this week and some things i gotta get done I would like to do one. Um, I'm gonna try, but I'm not making any promises. So I, I I'd like to try in that one, but yeah, I I've got some stuff I'm trying to take care of. Um, yeah, I I think next Sunday. Yeah. 
yeah, I think next Sunday I'm going to talk about what's uh, what's going on, what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. Um, I've been waiting until closer to I get to there. I just looked at the calendar, so I think I'm going to talk about that. Um, definitely what's going on. So that'd be a, that'll be an interesting topic. Um, so, so yeah, this is referring to my anemia, so, but, um, I'll actually have, because I'm actually, I have to see my blood doctor, my hematologist this week, so I should have some better results to thinking. So, so yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and let you guys go, and I hope you guys have an awesome week. I'm going to try to work on my manuscript this week. I miss that story. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, so I will talk to you guys later, and toodles!